time for the Humble Talk Show. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Trevor Music here. We got my girl, Say Your Reason to Miss Phoenix in the building. Oh, okay. You there. All right, cool. Awesome. Ladies, we got Don Quiz in the building. Today's a very special show. Myself, it's gonna be me and Yuri. You know, we do things different. I always do homo C, but today we do things a little different. Me and Yuri go back and forth, and I love this little concept. So let's kick it off right. First and, for, first and foremost, on the homo C today, um, you so fine, I'll drink your bath water. I know we've all heard that before. It's going as airline is. We've all heard it before, but listen to this. A pastor was reportedly instructed church members to drink his bath water for blessings. A disturbing video has been making the rounds on social media showing the church in a bad light. In the video, a pastor was spotted bathing in a barrel. Soon after, church members were seen lining up to drink the bath water because they were told it would be bring them it would bring them blessings. Pass the picture this in the church. I praise the Lord. And next thing you know, the pastor is with no shirt in his boxes and a barrel of water. In front of the church, on the pulpit, dipping and dabbing up and down in this water, and he dips the cup in there and drinks the cup out and tells you, here, drink this cup of water. I'm going to start with myself. Pastor, I ain't drinking this water, and I'm leaving the church, because this is some foolery. Ain't no way in hell Jesus told me to do that. I ain't doing it. I ain't seen it. I ain't heard from it. And a guy that told me directly in my ear to drink that water, I ain't drinking that water for no blessings. No, you can keep that. I ain't doing it. So, I'm going to move things over to Yuri. Yuri, what do you think about the pastor dipping and dabbing in the water and telling people to drink? Um, I really don't in it. And God, I just don't feel like God would come to the masses and tell the masses to, to do something like this. Like, it's not like if the whole church drink is bad water, we all going to eat I'm just not scared of it. Uh-huh. It's so like when people are talking about this anchor kit for $70 to be these blessings, you know. I, I don't think anybody is the Messiah. Nobody, you know, you're just a messenger. You're not the Messiah. And just because you touched and prayed over this handkerchief and sent it to me in the mail, it's going to change. 
I'm not in that flesh, and I'm not doing that trying for blood. So, unless God delivers himself, right? All right, now, I hear that. Unless God said it, you already said I ain't doing it. All right, now, so guest co-host, Miss Phoenix, what do you think about all this? Because I see your face moving and dabbing and saying... I'm just, I'm just, it's, it's like nothing Nothing has any, like, sacredness to people anymore. It's like people, whatever they can take and master and manipulate and, and like, try to have an agenda and put an agenda on, they don't even care no more. Not even religion, not even God, you know, at the point. Which is why a lot of people are denouncing religion and don't even want to be involved in organized religions because you got people out here playing with God's word and it's like you know if you want to get into whatever you can get into then separate that from from God you know what I mean if you want to do your dirt I ain't here to judge nobody but there's certain things you shouldn't play with you know what I'm saying you shouldn't play with God you shouldn't play with people's kids it's just like certain things if you have any type of moral standard you're just not going to play with you know what I mean so I just think it's bad and it's like a joke. I almost like laugh at everything because it's almost like if I were to sat and thought about it, I'd be really tight. And I'd be upset over everything. So, it's just sad. No, I hear you. I hear you. And that's not least for number one topic of our homeless season. Chris, what do you think about this? Oh, I'm sorry. So the pastor took a bath and he told everybody to drink it in the pulpit. No, no, that's... First of all, like, you're putting yourself... You're not Jesus, so why are you putting yourself like above man to even do that you know what i mean so no i don't agree with that at all i think that that's actually really horrible and disgusting and it's, it's borderline cultist it's, you know what i mean like it's borderline cultist so it's like why would you even i don't understand why anybody would do that that's that's very nasty like i mean he didn't even take a spiritual bath like you got to be clean before you get in a spiritual bath so it's like yeah yeah that's 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 bad <laughs> Women are ditching hair dye for their natural gray hair in the coolest power mode. I'm here for it. Um, I think that we should celebrate beauty in all ages, especially when a lot of people aren't making it past their mid-30s these days. So um, I think all beauty should be celebrated and especially reaching certain marks in your life that others aren't getting to see. You should celebrate it, and you shouldn't be, you know, worried about your age, especially somebody like, how old are you? You should celebrate it, because, like, how many of y'all can say y'all made it there? Thanks. Yeah. I mean, how, how do you feel, Troy? Um, I mean, I feel like your hair is turning gray because it's supposed to be gray, so... Go with the flow and let things move. Like, that's what is happening naturally, and go with it is. Because I'm cautious about my money, keep trying to change it and cover it up, and the roots keep growing out. So, you might as well just let it be. More power to you, ladies. Do your damn thing. Just don't let your bush be gray. Just trade it all, fix it up, do something. Um, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm reaching my son, starting to turn a little gray. I'm still young, but some gray hairs coming off in stress. So, you know what I'm saying? If you get too crazy, you know, make it, make it a little cute. But that's about it. That's my intake on the outtake. Yuri, that's my intake on the outtake. Oh, well, yeah, I love it. I, 
like, um, I went to his school, so I used to see women come in, older women, and, like, they would embrace their gray hair. And I think when, when you own it, you look even younger. Like, I think people associate having gray hair with looking older. But it's really a mentality. I've seen women go fully gray, and they look dope. Like, I think it's just, I just, I just your attitude and your energy behind it. If you get a dope cut, if you get a blowout, if you get a nice, short, natural cut, and you own your grays, you can kill it out here. And the way we have so much advancement in health and taking care of our bodies, we have the potential to live long if we want to. So I ain't going to be dying my hair for the rest of my life. I don't think nobody got time for that. Anyway, we're going to that. All right, now we're going to move things along back to number three and our almost key. Um, thank you, ladies, for that. Appreciate you. So, Trump administration listed Wakanda as a free trade partner on government website. President Trump trade war well, on government website. That's point period. That's the topic. That's Bill Bowden. Boom. President Trump got um, his trade war got more or less surreal this week when he discovered that Trump administration listed Wakanda as a free trade partner on a tool created by the Department of Agriculture to track tariffs on national sign on a free trade agreement. Wakanda, of course, is not a real country, but a fictional one in the Marvel Universe and its 2008 movie Black Panther. The made-up East African kingdom was listed among the top 10 real trade partners from the Americas and South Korea. The Trump administration, which was known for its opinion, which is known for attention to detail, chalked it up as to a lack of attention, saying, over the past few weeks, the foreign agricultural service staff who maintain the tariff tractor have been using to test files to ensure that the system is running properly. The information, the, what kind of information should have been removed after testing was been complete and should have been taken down. First of all, why is this even happening? How is this there? Why are you making a fake stuff into agricultural records and then all of a sudden, oh, we made a mistake, it's, you know, we were just playing. Like, first of all, you're making up things now and you add things to the records now. So now we under, well, what's up with that? What's up with that? What's up with that? Because you can go in and change numbers around. You can go in there and make some things change. That's the full rate. I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. You really think about this? Um, I think there was no mistake. I think that he had too much power on whatever he said. And so he was like, I have to and they have that uranium or whatever it was they had food. He's like, I bet that's a high trade source. Told him to add it, and instead of people, you know, debating with him, I'm having, you know, uh, a crybaby tyrant or whatever, you know, they... they they went ahead and went along with it, and before things were you know, being looked into, they forgot to take it out, but they were going along with whatever he said. Yeah. And then Aaron showed me some research that went further into it that said that Wakanda is actually a real place and it's being built in Africa. Some um, doctor who has money is actually making a um, team it up with some other people to make it actually exist in a way of people being able to go back to Africa um, um, so that they could feel like they belong. So, for instance, if one of us wants to go back to Africa and say, well, well first of all, we go now, where are we going? We go on a vacation, we go on a live. You know what I'm saying? But now they make Wakanda a real place where people can be free and feel free to want to go live there. So what do you think about that, Miss Phoenix? It's like, I don't know. It's like, it's bittersweet for me. Of course, I feel like if you want to get in tune with your African roots and you don't necessarily know where to start, 
then maybe you would do that. But it's it, it's giving me like a amusement parkish kind of vibe. <laughs> like I don't like us making like a making like a monopoly over our culture. You know what I mean? Like this is being born from Africa and having those roots and just everything we went through as a people. It's kind of a sensitive subject to be kind of like creating your own worlds and you know when we're going so hard for people to respect our culture to turn around and like make a place you know what i mean but then at the same token you know you got dubai you got places that were man-made that are thriving cities and thriving countries where there is a lot of culture so i guess it's really just perspective and how you're looking at it like i would have to hear the person, you know, meet the doctor, hear him talk about it, to really understand his perspective and where he's coming from before I could prejudge him. But I just don't, I don't want to make it like a, a cartoon, you know what I mean? Like, this is attached to culture. That, that, it was, it was fictional, but it was based off of real, of real people and a real culture. So, the same way everybody else is hypersensitive nowadays about politics, I want to be sensitive about my culture. And, and you know, what we come Nice, I appreciate sure that. Y'all better come on speaking, and that's not at least we're going to move over to number four with Yuri. What's number four on our list of Tomo's teeth today, Yuri? Uh, the Sheraton is posting their gay wedding, so they don't have often to do it. Um, I, 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 I like it, um, and I, I think, you know, they got involved because they knew it would be a good marketing tool. Um, you know, especially, you know, being, being at all the companies and brands want to be all inclusive and involve everybody and not hurt anybody's feelings. It's like, oh, well, we're going to tell you that we're friendly because now it's become a very gay-friendly age and you think somebody isn't equal and all of these things, calling anybody is a, a quick way for you to, you know, leave the so, um, I think I think they did it as a power move. I don't know if they did it, you know, but I know it did them. So, I, I, I'm, I'm nothing wrong, you know. But I guess I feel. I mean, for me, um, you said Troy. I'm sorry, I broke up, but I hope you said Troy. Um. I feel like, like you said, Hilton did it for a publicity stunt. I do feel like, well, I'm, it's good for the wedding, the newlyweds. Um, shout out to them for getting a free wedding. Um, I think that's a dope plus for them. But um, I think they feel that as a ploy to have more business to themselves as being gay friendly. Um, Put by period. I don't disagree in any way. I agree with that. That's how I feel. All right. What do you think, trying to get over or trying to monopolize off of it but it you know like the name of the game is just making money so i don't really think at this point people actually care about love or about things that can't be um associated with money you know what i mean you can't buy love you can't buy loyalty you cannot buy a life partner those are not things that you ordinarily were monopolized over but you know when people want to make money all bets are off, you know, and it's almost celebrated in our culture to, like, get over on people, you know? So, unfortunately, yeah. that, that's all. 